0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cantina MX Podcast. This is Albert Campa. We are episode 213, and I'm joined here with Joel going to talk over the latest Liga MX happenings. This is, uh, we're in the midst of, a Doble Jornada, so that means we've had a bunch of games happening midweek that we'll go over, and then some more games happening over the weekend starting <laughs> actually tonight, so how's it going, Juan?
1: I'm doing good, chiquis. Been enjoying some of these Doble Jornada games. <clears> have <throat> given us plenty to talk about, some quite interesting results, and, uh, the league is beginning to shape up.
0: Yeah, it's getting uh, it's pretty pretty entertaining. The past few days, little uh, actually the last two, as a Pumas fan, the last two uh, fetchas were sort of disappointing. <laughs> the, the cat was outside uh, screeching and. Uh,
1: I, I see that cat <laughs> meme. The, it's cat. the one that's on the table.
0: Yeah, that cat meme is, is hilarious. I'm trying to think of some good uh. Some good custom ones so I can make some custom cat memes with that one. That's a
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you and me both Chikis. <laughs> My coats also have two defeats in a row, but I think we should start at the top. And uh right now that is the white roosters. Queretaro is in first place with sixteen points.
0: Yeah, they had a <clears> they <throat> had a fortunate uh um, match this past Tuesday, so that boosted them, that maintained them. I believe they were at... A fortunate they were, what? They had a fort, fortunate matchup on Tuesday. against. Unfortunately, the, uh, you said? Uh, no, a very fortunate.
1: In, in what sense, oh, Chiquis?
0: They they met the uh, dangerous uh,
1: Oh, uh, Tiburones,
0: tiburones Rojos. <laughs>
1: that they did, but, but Chiquis, on the last Saturday... They put the hurt on Leon. They they beat them four zero, and that was, you know, it, it it showed that, you know, they they mean business. So between actually
2: that was the opposite man.
1: Between that game beating Leon, and then beating uh. Veracruz because they they beat Veracruz five zero, and uh, that's nine goals in two games. Uh, You know, easier said than done. Uh, But I do think that Querétaro, really good coach, and Bucetich, King Midas, and I I do think they're going to see them as a star course for the Liguilla. I think they're going to go into Liguilla and they have the potential to cause some surprises or heartbreak.
0: I got to make a correction there on you, though. What happened? Uh Leon actually beat Queretaro four <laughs> zero. Leon Oh wait there's another way around Yeah Leon actually what? got that win. Th- yeah so they Oh
1: that's right. <laughs> Never mind.
0: Yeah that was a that was a tough got matchup that. for him. That was a tough matchup for him, but they still actually, because uh, I'm trying to I bring think up my graphics.
1: Yeah. Leon they, did beat Queretaro. Oh man.
0: Yeah, four zero. So that Are was you? a
1: con Veracruz. Okay, Veracruz played. They, yeah, the they, price.
0: they bullied on him. And they actually bullied on him yeah. so hard that uh, Pobrecito Ojo, Ojitos, got got the sack. He
1: did, well, Ojitos quit.
0: Oh, yeah, didn't, yeah, didn't, quit, didn't get the sack. Um, he quit. Resigned. Yeah, he
1: quit. He's like, I tried my best and uh, it wasn't good enough. And I'm taking my sons with me because his uh, two assistant coaches were his uh, two sons. And I guess it was like, I'm going to ruin their career before it even starts. (laughs) (laughs) Veracruz is a, what, a 33-game winless streak. Yeah, it's been a while. Which is a record for Liga MX. Most games without a win. And um, I think Veracruz just appointed a coach. Uh I forgot his name. I don't think it matters. <laughs> but yeah. oh man, I, I'm so embarrassed. Uh Camelia was looking at that We sold wrong. Um,
0: no, that's okay. That's ouch. the this, that's the dyslexia and taking effect.
1: It it was, man. I was like, damn, they're on a roll, but you're right, they lost and they were able to bounce back. Uh but to their credit. They have beaten Toluca and they have beaten Cruz Azul, so I I, I still I still you know I'm not changing my stance on, on the Cayos Blancos. I still think they could make Liguilla and and uh, possibly cause a surprise. And and what what is probably going to make me question myself was because I'm, I'm kind of giving them more credit than Santos. As I said, Santos wasn't. Uh, you know, before the season start, I said they're not as strong as we've seen the, you know, as we've seen the Comarca be. But, but um, and and they um, they're in, they're in second place. Santos is also tied with Queretaro in points, sixteen, and they are in second place. Uh, Their last two games was a victory over Monterrey. And then they took a two-goal tie against León. So I think uh, that's the one team I said, if they make get they'll get eliminated right quick. Santos? Yeah, man, but I might have to eat crow there, you know. Uh, if if a forge, a forge on fire, or just you know playing good, he he could make a big difference. And uh, we mentioned it before he wants he wants to put on the the other green shirt, the Selección. Uh, so I I do think he's gonna be just doing hundred ten percent and
2: try to get that cap. Yeah. But but
1: Chikis, as Pumas and Chiva fans, we have to start worrying because I mean these two teams if they take Liga spot we gotta we have the the stronger sides <clears throat> and that leaves even less possibilities for our beloved teams to go to the big dance.
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised with how Pumas is doing. I was listening to uh, Picante and they were making fun of them. Um, they just don't have the the personnel to do well. But like going to your, your previous points on the on these past two results for uh, Queretaro and Santos, I think I think that both of those teams have sort of been fortunate in their in their opponents in the in the early part of the of the season and Santos has had uh, some, un- some impressive performances, but not good results. Like they've missed a bunch of opportunities to just blow out teams. I think Nacaxa being one of the recent ones, um, but their recent opponents yes, haven't I been mean, as at, hard. At
1: the end of the day, they're getting the points Chiki.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're, they're getting, they're well. getting a sufficient amount of points, but I think they're, I think both of both Carita and Santos are sort of outdoing themselves a little bit. As they yeah. face more tougher opponents, I think they're going to end up getting uh, going down a little bit on the table. True,
1: true. But I mean, they are in good position um, if you want to qualify. So they might not, they might not stay top of the table, but they they right now they got a good between six and eight point cushion from the teams that want to get in, and so that's about three games, like. Where they could slip up and still recover. So, I mean, you want, you want that. I would rather have that cushion than being in the other position where you're, you're swimming up, you know, upstream, where it's, you're going uphill, man, you know, through the heavy lifting. So, uh, oh yeah, I agree with you. They might not, they, it's not very likely that they'll stay, uh, well, first and second as the season progresses, but uh, I definitely see them top eight yeah. so moving down to number three, we have the only undef the only yeah undefeated team they have yet to lose, which is pretty impressive seven games in uh given given their calendar and injuries and and lots of players and that is of course America they have fifteen points. And uh, just what was it yesterday? They released uh they released Jeremy, Jeremy. It, just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was supposed to be their their guignac. It just didn't pan out. Uh so he's he's back in France now enjoying his I think he got close to a million dollars. A quarter of a million as I think I heard.
0: Yeah, He's getting a lot, oh, yeah. of, a lot of hate too.
1: The receipt. Ah, uh, well, well, yeah. I, I I always thought it was a bad transfer, and I think they were just going for the name, and they were just trying to just get that Frenchman. publicity.
0: Yeah, just like that guy Larson.
1: What happened?
0: Just like that guy Larson, they're just going for the the name and the oh. nationality. But one thing, I, I mean, a lot of people were, were hating on him and stuff. But uh, there was a somebody mentioned some interesting stats on him though compared to all the, yeah. all the goal scorers on America. He was like, yeah. uh, he was the one that scored. I think it was like every, f- Oh man, I got to find it. I think, I don't, I think Orbelin,
1: uh-huh.
0: not Orbelin or o- Oribe.
1: Yeah. Was
0: scoring goals every 433 minutes. Like they did an average of all the strikers and men, men, uh, Jeremy, men- what's his name? Menace scored yeah. like uh Every forty minutes or something like that. Like that, he was the best. Uh, you know, the most often, most guy that scored most often. He didn't play too many minutes though, but uh, he,
1: he did he take advantage. a lot of, He did spend a lot, a lot of time injured, and uh, I, I think going by Piojo, he. I think there was like, like Piojo made it seem that Menes did not want to be there, and he said he. He didn't want to, like, you know, put a player in the squad that his heart wasn't in it. And it wasn't fair for the other guys. Uh, So uh, Tigres' last two games, Tigres, (laughs) I mean, uh, America's last two games, both draws. Uh, They draw at Volcan against Tigres Unal, and then they drew at home against Pachuca. Two 1-1 draws. And we were talking about their calendar. So they had played, they had played on Tuesday, uh, Tuesday on uh, August 20th against Tigres. As when they lost in penalties, they actually scored all four goals. And this was for the league's cup semifinal. So it's pretty tough too. They had to travel, and then from there they traveled to Monterrey. So, uh, yeah, pretty hectic for America. But they will be rewarded uh, today. And it, So we're talking about just how tough it's been for them. Uh, just the amount of games they played in uh, seven days is going to be, from the 20th to the 27th, this is going to be their fourth game. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why we're giving credit to Aguilas here, man. They managed to remain undefeated. And, and, there's, and uh, so they're, they're sort they, of in they, shambles.
0: Or not not really in shambles, but their lineup isn't ideal. What yeah, Piojo wants yeah, and, and everything.
1: They got quite a few injuries. Uh, so, I don't know. Chiquis, uh they go up against Atlas. And that game is today. And today being Friday.
0: In Jalisco. So that should be a...
1: Wait, where's the 30th, man? I, I'm, I was talking about from the... From the uh from the twentieth to the twenty seventh. Oh. So they played uh yeah, three games in seven days. I try to say four. Correction. Correction yeah, they played. In that's but that's that's still a lot of games. That's still a lot of games. Um I need my copy man or my beer. My brain's not functioning properly. <laughs> ah, oh, god So Atlas, Man, they're they're gonna fight Atlas, what what do you see happening here, man? Can Atlas take advantage? And uh you check. know uh, my immediate reaction beat is... or take points from America or No, I don't is this gonna be the thing that America whoops just to say I was you know.
0: My immediate reaction is they're gonna they're gonna not uh they're gonna lose to America. But they, they did manage a tie last uh on uh Tuesday against Tigers at home. Yeah. Uh previously yeah, they've they, they've done pretty bad throughout the um throughout the first part of the season. So I mean anything. No can happen. no, they
1: were they were kinda top like the first what, three, four matches. Well, The first two games.
0: <laughs> the first two games they won. <laughs> and then the third game they lost. The, okay, uh...
1: well we'll get to we'll get to Atlas, but I think America. Um,
0: I think they'll they'll be able to pull it off. That
1: they face Pumas, so if you as a Pumas fan, you would you would have to cheer for Atlas, man. Oh yeah. To take some points, either tie, or a win. That way, when you guys play, when you guys play America, it, it, you have a bit of an advantage there.
0: Uh. A little update from the chat, uh, YouTube chat.
1: Yes.
0: Mister Super Mendigo says uh, that you've changed. Yes. You, you're, you've converted to Americanista. You haven't said any oh. any any negative. Oh. You haven't said any negative words when we we're talking about America. I think that's I think that's I, I think that's bop. No. Yes. <laughs> <But, clears throat> no. Um.
1: I don't. I don't. I don't have. Right now, I don't have. I want to, but I can't.
0: Tip, yeah. Tip, I can't though. hate on them right now. A typical Chavista would be like all upset talking about the America status, but but I applaud your restraint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it might be it might be tough for them, uh, but they've they're undefeated. They, I think they'll continue, and they could uh, they could very easily take this uh, take this win in the Jalisco and uh yeah this this game against Pumas is sort of like the one that never goes our way. We've had success against Chivas, even in Guadalajara, but just uh, recently yeah gone. just res- yeah, just recently, <laughs> but this America, even like recently and in the past, well, maybe in the in the far past, John would know more than me, but it's been tough, uh to even get I mean ties I think we've uh Pumas has gotten ties but has never been able to get over the hump and oh, get a, right. a win.
1: we're we're gonna have to wait cheekies Pumas is further down the list. Oh yeah. Uh so yeah America's on third. Tigres is in fourth and uh Tigres last two games uh just like America both draws one 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 against Águilas and then they almost lost to Atlas. It was one of those goals that they scored. Uh, in, the, in the extra time, I think they were given five minutes. I was actually watching that game, Chiquis. and uh, they they pulled they they pulled a draw, and it would have been a huge win for Atlas, but they're gonna try to build on that, and uh, they were getting clowned because uh, Cancha, the newspaper from uh, it's from Guadalajara. They they had like a headline talking about something like tomando vuelo or something like that, <laughs> and you know almost saying like that they, they're going on full throttle or something.
2: Huda. So
1: um yeah yeah, but let's not let's not get distracted. So they're gonna face Leon, so that that could very well be like match of the week.
0: Well, so
1: you know
0: you're saying nice things about uh, Tigres Leon. Yeah. Huh? That's that's impressive. You're saying uh, pretty nice things about uh, opposing uh, uh, opposing teams. So Tigres Leon match of the week, eh?
1: Yeah, it could very well be, man. Both they, they've tied two times. It.
0: They've tied two times in a row. So maybe they can I, break their streak. Yeah. No, three times they've I tied th- one one three times in a row. Tigres has. And
1: a big and a big matchup. Uh, goal regoleadores Kinnick on one side, JJ Mac on the other. Uh, so I think I think it's a fun. It should be a fun game, uh, especially if you're not a fan of either of that team. That that match is tomorrow.
0: Oh, another interesting stat on that. Um, you mentioned uh, goal scores. Uh, there's account stat uh, status kicks. Put a chart of. Con, uh, contributing goal scores, and like the goal is the mm-hmm. goals by individuals versus the team goals. So Macias scores 40% of León's goals and that tops pretty much. Yeah. and Or actually Pulido yeah, scores 40% as well. But their amount of for, goals is, for Chivas is a yeah, lot less. <laughs> I,
1: I think they're indifferent. I knew chiquis Yeah, yeah. Pulido <laughs> does take a lot of penalty kicks. Uh, Although J.J. Mack has been as well. But, um, man, you you lost my train of thought, man. Oh, no, Macias. Yes, Macias. So there's talk that they might sell him to Sevilla. And that, I don't know, man. It seems like Grupo Pachuca almost doing it just just to teach Chivas a lesson, man. They seem like like the deal that they're working on is that they would buy half of this. Transfer. So he's valued at 15. They would they would buy half of the transfer, and uh, Sevilla or whatever Euro team, because cause they had mentioned this before, but with a with a with a German team. Uh, so and then the Euro team will buy the other half, and then they would keep the player. And um. But but Grupo Pachuca, which you know they they both. Pachuca and León, mm-hmm. they would keep a percentage and so then if Macias got sold they'll get their money back and then some.
2: Oh. yeah but
1: it's it's very risky in that if Macias gets injured or then or he just sucks for whatever reason because there's, there's always a lot of reasons you could you know, you could get, you could get a you could get like a really bad injury, or you could just be homesick. We've seen a lot of a lot of ways in which talented players have gone abroad, and then they send them right back. Uh, so if that were to happen, uh, I, I do think uh, Pachuca would not. So it, that's why it surprises me. Like, why why are they so you know insistent on doing? This? So they got a couple months, you know, to do that. If I think, I think, uh, what is it, next week, early next week when the, when the, um, transfer is gonna close for Europe, I believe, uh, on the second. So, if, if there's any validity to these rumors, we will know soon enough. If not, uh, if not Leon, but you know, the other thing, they could poison the whale, man. They could- they could poison the well so that Casillas won't even want to return to Chivas. He's gonna be like, just send me abroad now. He's uh, he has about 23 goals right now. Uh, I think be- between league and cup, 16 just in league. So he's one of the highest, or I think he is the highest scoring uh, Mexican 19-year-old.
0: Yeah, he doesn't want to mess with that.
1: Of all time. Think... And it doesn't. What happened?
0: No, go ahead. Finish your thought.
1: No, no, that's not my thought. That's that's a stat way. Yeah. It's. It's. Macias has that amount of goals. So, I mean, you could say he probably got an earlier start or he's just hit his stride faster. But but they have him as. At that age. Because cause, yeah. um, then, you know, you have like Hugo and Quadimac. And then they. They both ended up scoring more goals later on.
0: Yeah, I think a big part of why he's scoring is uh, the cohesion he has with the, te- the team, and a little bit of a little bit of. Yeah. I don't want mean,
1: to. I don't want oh, to
0: denigrate his his skills, but a little bit of fortune on his goals. He does have good skills and with the ball and good touch, um, but I think if he were to change the cohesion and switch teams to be, and go back to Chivas. You never know what would happen if he would be able to, to mesh in with a team and, and he might, you know, have a slump or something. So I think he needs to ride on the high that he's having at Leon and uh possibly jump to like a, a bigger like Europe would be would be ideal.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah and and now step. man
1: and now 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 I have to say nice things about Leon because this probably wouldn't happen had he stayed in Chivas. See now now I'm gonna sound like a Chiva hater.
0: <laughs> uh, Mendigo's gonna my like Chivas that.
1: fan is, is gonna get revoked <laughs> Now uh, I think no with the change in with the change in uh, just because of all the changes of all of this madre that happened in Chivas, I think that would have hurt him. And him leaving was was you know uh, sad to admit the best thing possible for him because Matias was playing him. He did give him. He was like you know bringing him in. But then Mati left, and then uh, Cardoso, you know, some of these other coaches, and and Higuera as well. They just they just didn't see him with the same lens. And now Chivas is paying the price, man. Oof, oof, too much, too much, Chivas. <laughs> Moving on, man. That's here. That's Moving here. on. <laughs> <laughs> that flute. So, third and fourth, right? Yeah. Uh And they have twelve points. Compared to America's 15 and Santos and Querétaro's 16. So, also at 12 is the other uh, Monterrey team, Monterrey, the Rayados. And, uh, they, you know, they've been wishy washy, man. It's more as expected because, if I'm not mistaken, they I think they have the most expensive squad. Oh,
2: yeah. You
1: know, right now. Because I, I know Tigres, but Tigres hasn't been spending while Monterrey like the money they paid for Layun and now uh this guy Jensen or Johnson. Uh so but but um so they lost their uh last week Friday uh last the so last Friday they 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 lost to Santos in La Comarca and then yesterday they bounced back and they beat your Pumas. Two nil, you know, and uh, and so it. Wait, well, and uh, and Sunday this Sunday they have Juarez, so I think uh, yeah, I, I I see another win for for Monterrey. It is on the road, but I think they have what it takes. I think they they're gonna start pushing for those
2: for those top spots.
1: Might even bump America down.
0: Yeah, that Pumas game was uh, sort of hard to watch. I did like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there was there was a lot of hope there. Pumas. Uh, Pumas had. Wait, huge... you had
1: hope you you had hope for Pumas to to beat Monterrey after
0: during that game coming
1: from a defeat to Monarca.
0: Yeah. During well okay prior to the game <laughs>
1: okay.
0: prior to the game and, maybe, and,
1: both, and and on the road
0: yeah prior to the game maybe not so much but uh, yeah during the game Pumas wasn't oh. wasn't doing wasn't doing too too bad okay so they uh they had a few good opportunities where and I gotta just hype up this this goalkeeper Varo Vero. yeah that dude is if he he needs to be talked about a lot more because that guy stopped like two you know, those curling, uh, curling crosses or fr- free kicks that come in and, and Puma's guys got a good head on it. And that guy just, like, uh, his refl- uh, reflexes were on, were on spot to just block a, f- a few shots from the it Puma's was offense, point. which, which should have been, should have been goals. And that would have been, I, th- I think there were two or three chances that Puma's had for pretty good goals that were clearly blocked by that goalkeeper. So, uh, uh Monterrey, i would say is a little bit fortunate to to not get scored on or at least um leave with a with a tie against pumas at home but uh but yeah that's uh okay. that was a good win a good win for Monterrey. uh Funes mori actually had a it could have been three zero he had a uh an open net shot where uh like when you know how whenever you see people uh miss an open net shots they always like blame the the grass or something it actually he he actually did blame the grass but there was like a big old chunk of <laughs> of grass that it did actually make the ball like hop and he he no, hit with, he kicked it with his shin instead of the foot <laughs> so it was the grass's fault but uh
1: it's like when you play those Sunday pub you know you play in these Sunday wreck league with, with, with the fields full of rocks and potholes <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay. Oh, so was... yeah, Monterrey fifth place. I'm sorry, Chickies, you.
0: No, I was just agreeing with you. He, he's he's too used to the oh. uh, the the nice fine. The nice top level. The top level. The pitches. billiard. Yeah. The
1: billiard type flat surface.
0: Yeah. Someone's gonna <laughs> get fired right, Mon- for not taking care of the grass.
1: <laughs> yeah. or or not fired. Uh, I got the result they wanted. Yeah. Uh So yeah, Mon- Monterrey in fifth. And then in six with 11 points is Necaxa. Um, and well, last Sunday they beat Chivas in, in, uh, at the Akron. Just, uh, he was put up a fight, but Necaxa just, they got the goals, man. They got them both in the first half. Uh, so a bit unfortunate for my goats. But, but big, big win for Necaxa. And then the Rayo, the Rayos, uh, they hosted Toluca, and uh, this was an important game, especially for for Toluca, which we'll get into him shortly. Because uh, Bigotón, his team had not been doing so well, and his job was like was or is on the line. So for the Diablos Rojos to get that point uh, in Aguascalientes is, is is a good result for them. Uh, four out of six and complain they go up against Tijuana and uh Tijuana just had a huge win recently we'll get into that but this game could also be very good game even though the clubs aren't aren't like fancy they're not fancy uh but this could be uh this could be one of those games could be like the Popeye's chicken sandwich no one was expecting that to go viral
0: yeah, Sholos is. Uh, I didn't have too much hope for Sholos. but uh, they've sort of been impressing.
2: Okay. We'll get
0: we'll get to them later. The, um, yeah, that's Necaxa's next opponent. But uh, something's weird going back to the the game you were talking about with Toluca, and well, I guess yeah. we'll get to Toluca maybe also later. But uh, two coaches. Way late. T- t- Toluca's between. Well, yeah, we'll get to them later. I won't. I won't distract.
1: <laughs> later, I was going to make a diss on uh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the Volpe. Yeah, because then we won't have nothing to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, below Necaxa. Also with 11 points is Leon. So Leon, man, Leon should be to be where Queretaro or Santos is. Uh, just cause they're the, but but you know there is that stat that that says that well the, the stat is 60 percent, 60 percent of the. Uh, the time, uh, uh, one of the teams that made the league final fails to qualify to the following, to the following Ligia. They'll end up suffering. And and I, I think if we if we see, like, let's say Macias does leave, I wouldn't be surprised if León gets bumped off. So, uh, but yeah, León, and now the correction, uh, they 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 beat Queretaro, so they put they put the hurt on King Midas in in their own stadium last Saturday, four zero, and then they they tied Santos at home, and and I guess the big the big news we already talked about it was with JJ Mack. and and just he's he's been on a streak. He has six goals right now, and like when you look at Liga MX. A good striker, he will score you about six goals, uh, you know, in, in a tourney. So in a tournament, out of that, 17 games, he will score six goals. And if they could do that, they're, they're a decent good good 'cause This guy already has him seven games in, uh, and looks like he could easily double that. And, you know, the top strikers end up with double digits. So score anywhere between ten and like fourteen, you know. Uh, so yeah, so exciting to have Macias, and uh, he just got called up to the under twenty two. We're not really gonna talk uh, Selección. We're saving that for later when Yon uh, and the rest of the members join us, hopefully on Sunday or Monday. But I know there was some some people were beginning to worry, I, most because of the media I was making a big deal talking about uh why is he getting called up and and that the, he had a US passport and just just all this cheese mess. But no, he's he's gonna he's he's one of the key players for the Olympics. Him and Linus, uh, both of those guys. They're gonna be uh that's where they're gonna be uh, they're gonna play key roles. And they've been grooming them for that. Big reason they were in the under twenty. Um so that's Leon,
2: yeah. I and they face
1: it tomorrow, huh? What happened?
0: Yeah, I, I was just gonna say I agree with you on the oh, on the James Mac. If you were to, if you were to leave, I think they would uh, they would go a little bit downhill. But yeah, their next game against Tigers.
1: And it did hurt them already when they let him go to the under twenty, and you could tell they suffered right there not having him. Uh, yeah, they face as we mentioned earlier. Neon will be going up against Tigres, so yeah, that that for us uh, is should be a really good game.
0: I will uh, say this though: the their uh, their record or their opponents have been the, the tough the tough ones, or sort of tough this uh, early in the season, and then they're going to have a a string of lesser opponents coming up. So I think they they could be on the rise um, after this Tigres game. Yes. Uh, based on the opponents that they have coming up.
1: Yeah. Okay. So then we're dropping off eight. So this is this is where the where the liguilla the liguilla zone ends right at eighth place, and that's the Cholos of Tijuana. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, they had a huge win uh, beating Cruz Azul. They beat them at home three to two uh, with Cubo Torres scoring. He scored the surprise winning goal. Uh, Yeah. Cubo was Google at one point was J.J. J Mac. <laughs> yeah,
2: he, he, he was
1: he was the Macias of MLS, man. He I don't know if you remember. He he was he, and you know what? Uh I, I know we make fun of it, but it's it's still impressive because it's not easy to get some of these records. Uh he was the highest scoring Mexican in MLS just until recently that Bella broke the record. Um he had like thirty something goals I believe. But yeah, Google was, was at one point, he had a high ceiling and then, uh, he gave into partying and other stuff. So, but here he is, man. He's raising his hand. Hopefully we see more from him. A ver qué. So, yeah, they had that win and then, um, they had lost to Toluca, uh, the previous Sunday. And that's, that was Toluca's first win. That was the lifeline for La Volpe, which we'll get into later. So, uh, yeah, Necaxa-Tijuana will be tomorrow, and uh, yeah, we mentioned it already. That could be a, a exciting match.
0: Yeah, quick, or quick. not.
1: But I, I'm I'm leaning for it will.
0: Yeah, I think it should be it should be good. Those are going to be two, I think, evenly matched teams. Um, I, w- I, w- I want to make a comment on the uh, the previous game they had with Cruz Azul. That was a really uh, that was a pretty entertaining game. Cruz yeah. Azul was down a man like the whole almost the whole second half. Um, so that was sort of uh, a bad thing for them. They still were able to sort of compete, but Cholos was definitely on the attack, and and it just after the game, if you if you watched it, there was a there was some real frustration because the goal came at the very last, um, minutes. And that was just like a epic Cruz Azuliada <laughs> towards the end of the game, um, by Cruz Azul. And they were frustrated. They were fighting. Um, there was like players, uh, pushing and like one guy even slapped one of the Cholos players and, and he started running to to tell the ref <laughs> and everything. It was pretty it was pretty uh, entertaining. You'd see the frustration on the Crusasu players. So I think that was a really a really important game or really bad game for them to lose and just the way they did. That's gonna hurt What's, their morale. What's
1: it, Chikis, uh I don't know if you correct me here if I'm mistaken, but was it the debut of Chaco Jimenez' son?
2: Oh, I didn't know that as a player.
1: Yeah, his son was playing. I don't know cuz he's been with the team since since, you know, since like the under 15 and he's Mexican. He's his nationality is Mexican and he's that's, you know, where he wants to play. Uh so I don't know if he had already debuted, it, but he got to play.
0: Oh, yeah, and, he did. Uh, because... At the 64th minute Santiago Jimenez. There you go. It goes in.
1: I don't know if that was his first match. Cause I, I'd seen him before, but I don't know if it was in cup games. Uh, but there he is, man. It's crazy, son. Because and I don't, I don't know if they both got to play at the same time. Because you know, Chaco, Chaco stayed, and so I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I've seen it before. Father and son. I think it was Rivaldo playing like in a third division Brazilian team,
2: uh-huh. and
1: one of his, one of his many kids, do must have like dozens. He, he used to play with him. Bring, he will not be that good. Nobody has heard of him since, huh?
0: Yeah, this should bring Ch- uh, Chaco back for one game. True. Yeah, that was his first. That was his first game. He got a yellow card. Like,
1: <laughs> like when he was brought to viejito, man, <laughs> we rolling Chaco with the wheelchair. <laughs> the ball like two times. Tell the other teammate just let him don't hack him hard. He's he's old. Just <laughs> We're we're gonna stop him quick. Just let him fetch it to the sun and and that's it.
0: Uh, <laughs> well how old is he compared to Cuauhtémoc? Because I don't know if Bop is still listening. Cuauhtémoc was, uh, know, was looking sort of uh yeah. sort of raggedly sort of sort of old in the in his last uh, America game. I remember I don't know was it like a few years ago he I played? Think. He had a little bit of a gut there.
1: Well, you know who also, whose son, not to get off topic just really quick, we're talking about player sons, and this is Abreu. So Abreu has a son that's with the Mexican youth team. I think he's with the under-17. And uh, also, you know, seleccionado and a uh, full scorer. And he looks looks to be tall, just like the dad, because uh, Abreu is... All lanky dude so it's kind of interesting seeing some of these guys uh you know the sons playing i mean we've seen it before but this is just more trippy because i i didn't see like like you know uh who are these guys are uh, they god dang now we got to talk about america again well you know you kind of seen it with with geo you know his dad played and then sage you know, he was Saguino, his little yeah. Sage, Uh even though nothing little about Sage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> that and uh we had there. Lord Davinos, the Davinos, there you go. Those are the two guys, they were the two brothers. And I think their dad had played. And uh we got to see Nettie and Nettie's dad of course had played in in uh San Luis I think. And so Nettie ended up playing in uh, Pachuca. So, I mean, we're, we're seeing this again now. But, man, we're seeing... I, now I'm, like... Like, goddamn, I feel old. Because cause now I... You know, the difference from that is that I got to see their, you know... I got to see their progenitors play. So,
0: God damn Ch- The Chaco isn't that old. I was, I'm looking up the ages. He's only 38. Yeah. Kualtemuk is uh, 40, 46. And it wasn't too long ago when he was... Uh, he played no, I know, but,
1: but we... we it just shows how long you've been seeing some of these guys playing.
0: Yeah, and I uh, mean,
1: I got to see Guatemal from when he debuted, it and he was yeah. like, I don't know how old he was, man, 18, 19.
0: But you never know how Chaco looks right now. Remember, uh, I think recently a uh, Wesley Snyder pick was uh, floating out. He's oh. he's thirty five years old, younger oh. than Chaco, and he looked. Uh... Snyder
1: looks good though, man. He just he just has Panza Coca Colera, man. He's <laughs> just been eating one too many. He, look, he looks
0: worse than Claw Cuauhtémoc, man. Kwatemlock's out there being a governor.
1: Nah, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, man, we're we're losing track here. We were at so we were at eighth. You know, that's 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 the last seat in the party bus. Uh in ninth place is Atlas with uh they have ten points. So they are tied, they're actually tied with with a TJ. But you know goal differential, and uh, Atlas, so yeah, that that hurt them. That, that Tigres getting that getting that draw, that that definitely hurt them. Uh, and then they had suffered uh before that a defeat on the road to the Tuzos. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, they're playing America. Well, they're hosting America today, so we'll see what happens right there. Could be. Well atlas sink or swim here uh and and it's it and this is this is the tough thing for atlas that after that match right then they travel to play Chivas at the Akron, so I mean oh man, two defeats there could really could really put a a bruising in the team's ego, you know and so, but we'll see, we'll see, because this is, this is the new management, Atlas, they're under new management, Grupo Orlegui, same, same management group that has uh, Santos. So, uh, yeah, some, something to look forward to. I, I do think it'll be interesting. I don't know if this match is going to be exciting, just because if I'm, you know, if I'm putting myself in Piojo, Piojo chair, and you have Lesionados, and, Tired players and all that. I park the bus, man. I'll just park the bus and take the point. Let let us do the work. Uh, so I, I think it could be it could be just one of those sleeper games.
0: I could agree with that. Now, Medica sort of has parked the bus recently. It's sort yeah. of been their uh, their their style of play to sort of counterattack, but. But yeah, typically you wouldn't do that against a lesser team like, uh, well, supposedly lesser team like Atlas. But yeah, that should be a, a good strategy for. We're
1: we're gonna go to the Lavadoras right now. I don't know because there's some stuff going on with Piojo's daughter, La Pioja. Yeah, I saw that. There was a picture floating about her, like in a bikini. But there was also like something about someone threatening her. She got like a death threat.
0: Yeah, I think on things
1: like hey stop posting your bikini pics or I'll shoot you or something. I don't know.
0: No, there's a uh it was there's somebody uh DMing her about uh what is it about? The uh, like the team, like the coach. Like the, the like just, you know, making insults. And then they put you've been warned uh and then a picture yeah, I, of like I... a picture of like some bullets and stuff. <laughs> and that was sort of, oh, you know, right. messed up like you Know a threat, so yeah, that's that's some bad stuff going on. It oh, might be man. just trolls, well, or it you know, but hopefully, it's nothing.
1: Hopefully, man, hopefully, we don't want to see anyone get hurt. Yeah. So, yeah, Chapla's ninth, nice, uh, tough schedule for them coming up, and uh, and then on 10th place, we have La Máquina Cruz Azul, who's been you know hitting highs and lows, uh, but. Their last, their last two games haven't been too good. Uh, they did beat the Galaxy in the Leagues Cup, but then they came home to draw Puebla, and uh, this was a Puebla team that, you know, had fired the coach, and and uh, we'll get into it a, a little in Puebla. So I mean, who you're hosting a team that has been playing pretty bad. And you can't beat them. It, it just not too good for the blue machine. And then um. And then they travel to TJ, and that's where they lose. And you know how my attitude is about Kubo, because Kubo played in Cruz Azul, so I guess it was a bit of a, you know, bit of a re- revenge for that. Yeah, she didn't let me go. Well, uh, I don't uh, think. So well, yeah. I don't. I
0: don't think it was. No, a... well, I'm just. But like, like for, Kuba Kubel, for Kubel, well, I don't think he was thinking about that. I think he was such it was, okay. he was in such a drought, he was like disappearing from the whole scene. Yeah, and he he finally scored one, and so he was just like yeah. trying to elevate his but name sucks, again.
1: Sucks to lose, uh, you know, to a goal from a guy that's been sucking and that you let go. <laughs> you cut him off, you could not even make, the, and then he's he's beating you. Uh, yeah. So they have Chiwas, They're hosting Chiwas and this game could be. Pretty good. Chivas has been going all out, even though they've been losing, but they've been, their games have been entertaining. So this, this could also be, this I would, I would put in my list of games to watch. This would be my third one. Uh, you know, Cruz Azul Chivas. And, uh, I would say Cruz Azul being at home are favorites. I'm, I'm gonna give them the etiqueta de favoritos.
0: Yeah, this is like the game that I thought, you know, I'm I'm sort of not, you know, could be a contender for game of the week. This is something I'm interested in to see if Cruz Azul can sort of bounce bounce back from their recent losses. And uh, and then Chivas, who's yeah. also struggling, so it's sort of two teams who need to to bounce upward a little bit with some good results.
1: Well, yeah, and boy is catching heat already. Uh, the Chiva faithful already, the Chi hermano's already turning on him. Uh, they they were on him for a little bit. <laughs> they they were gaining some trust, but after the, you know, teams had like a not so good games, and so there was talk of the plan B and then what coach might come in. And there's just not that many prospects. I mean, who do you have? You have like Turco, Mohamed, but I don't know if he would be ideal for Chivas. You know. Uh, yeah. So, that's that's on the line. Uh, I don't know about Caixinha. I, I know Pelayas, the GM, does not like Caixinha. Like They don't seem to get along. So, but Caixinha is a smart coach. He knows what he's doing.
2: So, a ver que. A ver que.
0: Uh, yeah, see how they bounce
1: back. See what happens. But, yeah, this, this team, man, Cruz Azul, I would say they they do need to win. I, I both teams, I would say, are pressured here for the win. I I do think, but I would say Cruz Azul being at home, uh, you know, just a, a bit more weight on them. And uh, you know, and then you add that the whole they haven't won the they haven't won the league title in it's almost twenty years now. So man, finally in eleventh place, Chicky's. We have your Pumas. Same with nine points. So, I mean, you know, like, you're just one point from from eighth place TJ. And I'm saying if you want to get in the party bus, Pumas can't afford to keep, keep uh, letting points slip by. So, yeah, the last two games, both 2-0 defeats. So, you know, that's a minus four goal differential right there, cheekies. Not looking yeah, not so good. hot. Uh and you're hosting Toluca who's Toluca's kinda of going on the rise. You're kinda of meeting in the middle, man. You they're going up, you guys are going down. Uh yeah, this, versus Michel. Boy.
0: Yeah, it's not looking good. Uh and and up ahead they've got some tough games as well, so it might be uh it might be doom and gloom in the next few weeks for, for Pumas.
1: Ooh. Well, you know, you know, despite allowing four goals in the last two games, and I was thinking, um, I was thinking you were going to be in the minus for the goal differential, but Bumas is actually zero. They've scored six and they have allowed six, so I mean that's that's a positive uh, because we're about to hit teams that are in the minus mark, and Atlas, uh, oddly enough. They are minus two, but there's some teams that are like, "Oh man, we're gonna see right now which teams." So Toluca, to just to highlight how bad they had been at the start of the tournament, they're at minus five, minus five goal differential. They scored four goals and allowed nine. So. Uh...
0: Yeah, Pumas. <clears throat> I think Pumas. I uh, forget the stat is like one of the top defenses uh they've they've played yeah. Tigres and uh and who else The Tigres only scored one goal against them they lost 1-0 um they've they've uh they've only you know they've won 2-0 a few times at the beginning uh of the season actually 3 times so they've shut out a few teams a lot of times so yeah, the other goals against are are not too much
1: not too much. Well, yeah. I could see the Diablos stealing a point from Seul then, just 'cause um, you know the saying: win at home, and draw away, and if and if the Diablos can take the point, I, I do think uh, El Bigoton La Volpe would he would clearly sign for that deal.
0: It's gonna be tough but, uh, though. And, I, and and on and a Sunday would, during the day though. Every every time, yeah,
1: but Toluca also a tough venue, and they they also play during the day, and at yeah, a higher altitude, but... chi
0: Yeah, it's the it's the it's the Olimpico Universitario, though. And every time, oh, I, I it happens a lot. It seems to happen a lot. Yeah, Where I go on the chat, and I hear and I see John post Pumas <laughs> <laughs> on a Sunday during the afternoon, man. It seems uh, yeah. it seems to happen quite often, but. So I it have, is form of
1: teams, but but Toluca is, is similar, man. You have some of these teams that are used to that type of condition, and I'll say Toluca is one of them.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, they're so yeah, I,
1: I, yeah. I, it's sort like It's sort of like Max it, it, sort of like when they would go to play like Copa Americas, and you would see all the South American teams complaining about playing in the altitude of Peru or yeah. or in Ecuador, and then Max would be there like, "Hold my beer." And, and you know it wouldn't it wouldn't affect the Max team, well the old Mex team that had a lot majority Mexico based players. Uh, who knows? Who knows these new guys?
0: We need we need they to put all a play nail. Sea level. We need in to Europe. put a nail in the La ah. Volpe coffin, though. <laughs> because we'll get to Toluca in a minute. I'll, I'll explain why.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're almost there. Um. Yeah, and right below Pumas is um the Tusos of Pachuca, they have eight points. Uh, so even even we could see how like the fight for eight it's it's not that much you know um but but I would I would say right now uh Tijuana is at six games and so which Pumas is at seven and and also is Pachuca. So um Pachuca Ouch! See, look, they, they they play San Luis. They play one of the weakest teams. They could bonnie hop their way into that eighth place. They could very well uh, climb up, climb there, up the ladder. not? Yeah, uh, just right, quick. Their last two results, they beat on. Um, they this past Saturday, they they beat Atlas three to one, and then they they took the draw from. From the Aztec Stadium. So now they cut San Luis at home. It's looking like a nice three points for them, Chiquis. And we could see Pachuca. Yeah, probably they're getting really, to...
0: They're really sporadic, though, man. Like, if you look they at the, the way they've played, even even home and away, or even at home, like, you would think they would have some type of advantage. They lost to Morelli at home. They almost gave but... uh, Veracruz... Their first win, they tied Veracruz three-three in, in uh Pirata Fuentes.
1: Well, so no, yeah, you're right. It's but sort of some
0: but, weird results from.
1: But you're, we're seeing progression because, look, match day, match week, uh, match week three, they lose. They lose at home to Monarcas. And mm-hmm. then uh, match week four, uh, they lose to Querétaro. Right. Yeah. But then they they sort of bounce back. Match week five, big 4-0 win over Puebla. Match week six, another win. In Sadlas, I mean, yeah, yeah, they got accessible rivals, but but they're getting the wins. And then they, they took the draw from America, and, and I think San Luis at home, it should be pan comido. That should be the easy-bake oven right there. Uh, unless you think San Luis has what it takes. Uh
0: no, nah, not really. I, I do think I, I do. The, the America tie might be sort of. Uh, I didn't see f- the whole game, but uh, Bob was saying that uh, Roger Martinez missed like five goals that he could have won. Or was could have won it for them Was uh. that the.
1: Oh, we
0: still win by three? That's a different game he was talking about. Never mind.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know what game he was talking about. <laughs> he says miss, Roger misses five goals and we still win by three. What, what, what game oh. was that?
1: Well. Well, you know, Pachuca. I think, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see them as, as candidates for Liguilla. So I think that, even though they they sort of been on a rise, I I still I don't see them making it. Yeah. I don't see them making the big time. Uh, so, and then below them, same amount of points, San Luis. So this is the so-called, you know. Six-point game, partido de seis puntos. They're pretty much draw. Uh, In San Luis, San Luis has negative three goals, and of course, San Luis the newcomers. They're the they're the newcomers right now, and they they tied they tied last last on Tuesday. They tied one-one against uh, Morelia, and then on Friday. Last Friday, they beat Veracruz, and that was the one sad defeat for Veracruz where, uh, you know, they missed a penalty and all that, so that, yeah, they could have broken their streak, and instead uh-huh. they lose to the newbies. Yeah. This was the bomb fights, cheekies. It was, yep. it was the, the, for the last piece of crumb on the floor.
0: I saw one First recently fight. actually in downtown Austin the other day
1: an actual bomb fight, yeah, were you throwing quarters at them?
0: I was going to buy some masa for tamales or for uh yeah, <laughs> and one guy threw was throwing blows at the other guy, and he just ran away, so yeah, San Luis and, was like throwing and then, then some blows in the underneath the bridge and stuff that's <laughs> got the two one win
1: yeah, ouch, so but San Luis man, uh. And then this is kind of embarrassing because in my goats, they're below San Luis. They're in 14th place. They have seven points. Uh, the only thing is, the the one good thing is Chivas, uh, at least they're scoring goals this season, but, but they're also allowing goals. So they score 10, and they have allowed 10.
0: 10
1: as well. yeah. And uh And so Chivas urgently needs a win. They're coming off of two defeats, uh, like like we said earlier, and a third defeat. And we could see Boy packing his maletas. And uh, I know most Chi hermanos don't like him, but if you're Chi, you just can't keep firing coaches. That's the guy they chose. You just have to wait it out because cause it just becomes harder and harder to, to show that you're serious and, and then to bring in a, a good coach, a top coach. I don't see who's going to really want it. And and if and if like any other coach comes in, they're going to demand like a lot of money to protect themselves so that they do get sacked. And and we've seen it already, like with Chepo. When he got sacked, the club had to pay him $3 million. And so so like, if they want a Turco, that's what they're looking at. Uh, you know, that if it doesn't work out, they're going to have to pay him you know, a large sum of money. And maybe boy, maybe boy got that arrangement but, also. What happened? Nah, maybe. I don't. I don't think so, you don't man. Think he boy, got that? boy was was nah, nah. Boy saw an opportunity. Nobody wanted to get near that dumpster fire that was us. <laughs> and he's like, you know, I got this. All right. He wasn't even. He had like no real options. It's not like he was being, you know, he wasn't spicy soccer, man.
0: Well I'm sure options would yeah, have would've, no, would've no. came up. I mean I'm sure like the you look at the uh uh what do you call it? Puebla Chelis being gone. Well, so I mean, I'm sure I'm sure other it, people it, would
1: She was most likely to get from the house. Well they have like Michele Ano, who's working with the youth. And I thought when Cardoxo got sacked, I thought that he was gonna go up. But I guess he was smart. He's <laughs> like I don't wanna I don't wanna to touch that, you know, I'm not yeah. touching that with a ten foot pole. Uh but I think right now the team has has gotten better players and I think they are with fighting chance. Which yeah, they have seven points. Uh a win and and they're in contention once again. But yeah, they're they're um it's not an easy match, uh going to you know, playing Cruz Azul on the road Coming up two defeats, um, and then after that they have the Clásico, followed by a Monarcas game. So I mean, I think a draw could help them bounce back, because then uh, both Monarcas and and Atlas I'll say are winnable games for Chivas.
0: I think even so a loss, that, like that if they man. lose to Cruz Azul, I think the 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 pinpoint game is the Atlas the Clásico, because if they uh if they beat Atlas, which is very possible, then that's going to redeem that's going to give boys some time.
2: Yeah, but it's if they know, lose buy them if some time? They,
0: yeah, if they lose to Atlas, if they lose to Cruz Azul or tie and then they lose yeah. to Atlas, then that's going to be the heat is going to be really yeah. on Yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, and then for Chivas, they they're missing some money cuz uh they haven't been able to get the TV rights for US games. So they lost money. They they lost money on television rights in Mexico, 'cause they made a big mess about that. They tried to get uh, they they tried to get smart, and they thought they were gonna shop around, and the only thing that happened was that about five different networks have the Chihuahua games, you know? They're in tevasteca yeah. they're in 2DN, they're in Televisa. Televisa got them for free. They, they didn't even have to pay, 'cause they were gonna sue them like. We had this, like, no-compete clause, and you kind of violate it. And <laughs> so, man, they sort of hurts. It hurts, but they make you get on their knees, you know. Who's your daddy? It, it just it sucks, but that's what it was, man. I mean, imagine the big network. You didn't get no money. You you, you know, it has to be for free. So they did lose money on that. Uh, just... Being on so many exclusive contracts, they would have netted them a lot of money. Uh, So then I guess they thought, okay, well, we got the U.S. market, and they have it. We're seven games in to the season, and uh, the Chivas games are on YouTube, which I'm loving. It's easy for me to watch the games. They're on YouTube, uh, but it sucks for Chivas because it's less money. You have what, like, 20k people maybe watching it's just small numbers compared to like they were doing over a million 1.5 million like I believe and uh, so the big thing is will Chivas get a TV contract because they, they could use some money and so they're saying that Amaudi's holding out because he wants he wants two contracts cheekies, one in English one in Spanish uh. So uh, I, I think it's it's a bit of a you know it's like when you fight with your girlfriend and you want to see who calls first, and uh, <laughs> I think that's, that's where I see it. That's where I see it with Chivas and because uh, uh, you know uh, Televisa just they just launched their new network to the N. Yeah. Uh, yes to the N right. Yep. And yeah, they're hurting not having Chivas. You know that would help that get more ratings and just not having them. So yeah, they're both hurting, man. So let's see who picks up the phone first. Who sends that first text? Uh, you know, yeah, the type W Y D (laughs) (laughs) question mark. (laughs) I miss you or something (laughs) missing you. (laughs) Someone's going to give in, someone's going to give in, but, uh, man, uh, and uh, hopefully Chivas could do something with that money, you know. Yeah. And so that's what we're at Chivas, and Chivas is the 14th. 15. We have the Monarcas, and the Monarcas, yeah, they sacked their coach, who was uh, I don't even know who their coach was, but they brought in uh, an Argentine guy. Yeah, they brought an mm-hmm. Argentine and. He debuted with a win over Pumas, and then he he took a draw from Atlético San Luis, and now he's going up against Veracruz, which they're playing at home. So I think uh, for the Monarchs, that's that's a good game you would want to have. Um, they are, let me see, they are at seven points, just like the Goats, so, but but they have a minus two goal differential. This this is like. Now, like Chivas being at the bottom half of the table and close to the top, this is the one thing that kind of saves them where they're like zero because it gets pretty bad. From Monarca's down, it gets progressively worse. Uh, So, for example, uh, Monarca's minus two and Toluca, like we mentioned, is minus five. So uh, we'll just jump. Yeah. And and I guess Monarca's... Yeah, there's no fans, let's just jump to sixteen. <laughs> I don't think anybody cares about them right now. Um so to in sixteenth place and five points, man. Ouch. Ouch. And, and well they be, they're gonna be playing um they're gonna be playing Pumas. So what would you want me to say something about? I about to... putting a nail in Bigoton's coffin?
0: Yeah, see Bigoton has the name. He has name clout, he has Argentinian clout. but he's in 16th spot surrounded by Morelia, which you already mentioned fired their coach. And then 17th spot, which, uh, which is Pueblo who fired their coach, but Toluca is in the middle, in the middle there. I haven't heard anything about Bigotón getting, uh, getting fired. And it may be like, you bring up a point about, uh, contracts and like, if you're going to fire me, you're going to pay me $3 million. Yeah.
1: That is, that is, yeah.
0: Bigotón could have that, right? He could have that.
1: Very well. He is, uh, he is just one of the big names, and he's been Selección and all that, so he's he's pretty smart with his contract. But this is something we talked about in one of the earlier pots with with John, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the, we touched on the subject how Toluca, like if you're looking for a club where where they let you kind of like, you know, like they give you more of a chance to to bounce back, they, they, it's they are one of those teams. Even like with Cristante, they were, you know, they gave him enough Very time. Patient. And they just, yeah, and Toluca just brought in Zinha as a, like a general manager type of role. So yeah, who knows? So- maybe, maybe. Because, you know, the thing with Bigotón and that has hurt him a lot is it's his attitude with players. And I guess in all this time, he hasn't been able to to improve on that. So he's he's lost locker rooms because he, he talks down to his players. Sort of hurt him a lot in Argentina where the players could be more rebellious. And he was in Boca and uh, it just you know it became really bad for him. And I think also kind of similar in Vele Sarsfield. But and, yeah, and it sucks that he's you know I think if they bring in Zinha and he's he's to help with the locker room. That's my guess, you know.
0: Yeah, is the type of guy that can uh, calm things down. Well, with the...
1: He needs a club legend as well. Yeah,
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: So, yeah, that's going to be a fun game on Sunday to see if Pumas can can defend their home and see what happens with Toluca. Yes. But, yeah, they're, in, they're at the yeah. very bottom then. Yeah,
1: well, now we're had... going to the last three. Puebla, Puebla's in 17th. They got a minus eight gold differential, and uh, they fired, well, who was, who, their coach was uh, Chelis. So yeah, they, they sacked him, and then uh, I think it was Picas Becerril, I forgot, they had like an interim coach, and the interim coach got the draw on Cruz Azul. And then, for their home game, and now they had the coach, which is uh, Reynoso, Former Cruz Azul player, uh, he was a defender, Peruvian, inter- you know, yeah. Peruvian guy, uh, and and so Puebla did this thing where they, where the players said uh, if 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 we lose, if we lose at home, we're gonna buy uh, all the fans a beer. Because <laughs> all the fans that went to the stadium.
2: Yeah.
1: But but I mean, yeah, you can make that bet, Making it against Juarez is pretty safe bet. <laughs> So they this they, they won, they won that game, uh, but now they're traveling to Querétaro to face the Gallos Blancos and, uh, we'll see what happens there, man.
0: Yeah, I like how, I like how Puebla does a little bit of outreach. They had a video recently of one of the guys going to one of their neighborhoods. I
1: thought you meant outreach with the beer, you
0: know? No, outreach with... Well, that's, that's part <laughs> of it. You the
1: cantinas. Hey, outreach. Well, if the team loses, you get free beer.
0: At least they weren't hey. one of the teams that watered it down. It's I think it was for
1: Santos. The Santos
0: watered it down, watered down beer. And stuff.
1: This is be- this is beginning to sound like a Club de Cuervos. Remember when they had a match at 5 a.m.? And they were recruiting fans from, like, the old people home, from the hospice and... <laughs> And then, Uh, like they said, they were gonna have like Dead Mouse or someone, like a DJ. There's gonna be an actor. I haven't seen. I haven't
0: haven't watched that at all.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Though there's an episode where uh, they have like a TV contract, but they want to mess with them, so they schedule their game at five in the morning, and uh, they don't. the The owner doesn't want the stadium to look empty. So uh he goes with his assistant and they're recruiting and so they bring people from the hospice, they bring like they, they go to like this rave and they tell him that they make like a fake flyer saying that like some international DJ was gonna be there and they <coughs> and then they just put him in one section. <laughs> so where where the camera was gonna be at, so it looked like it was kind of full. Which, you know, it's, like, funny because there's a picture that just made the rounds of Veracruz where there's just, like, one fan sitting there.
2: Oh, yeah, I saw that.
1: And the still pretty empty. Yeah. He wasn't by himself, though, because if you see, like, the wider picture, it's still, like, there's, like, maybe five people bunched up in the corner. <laughs> this guy just probably didn't have friends.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, so.
0: Or it might have been after so the game really, when people were leaving and stuff, or already gone.
1: Yeah. But I think Puebla, I don't, they just, I don't know. They don't, they don't convince me, chiquis. They don't convince me.
0: They have I, some I, I good players, but, but yeah, as a whole team, I don't think they do it.
1: I give the h to Querétaro. Now we're down to 18. Uh, and we have, who do we have Juarez. here? We have Juarez. So yeah, Juarez is playing. And Juarez is a team that they bought their way back in. Their lows blew up. Yeah. Hello was up in the skies, uh, and they lost to Queretaro last Sunday, and then before that, they lost to Cruz Azul, and uh, their one grace was beating Toluca at home. So, uh, yeah, no, they're one of those teams that are, they, like, if you want to be conspiracy, you could say yeah, uh, teams like Veracruz and Juarez are there to help Chivas not get relegated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how, do, how do we save Chivas and the owner keeps fucking up? Let's just put worse teams. <laughs> Chivas keeps messing up. We're gonna have a twenty four team league. Just to make sure, you know, they'll bring all these yeah. second division clubs with like no like Murciélagos or whoever. Just just well, just to keep Chivas up there.
0: That's like um, Eng- that's like England like the premier League uh you know you, you that uh relegation happens all the time there, but there's no like it's no big deal, you know it's just
1: no, no, but two. they're they're said, they're said at eighteen uh you know liga MX right now it's like nineteen, so like imagine Chivas still like in the relegation zone,
2: yeah,
1: so bring in like another two other like really bad clubs um but so we have uh, Juarez. And uh damn I lost my place chick. Okay, Veracruz is yeah. the last place. There no no Juarez, they 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 go up against Monterrey. So uh ouch. Yeah, it's gonna <clears throat> not good, not good. <clears throat> uh yeah, not good. They, and then after that they meet Leon. So yeah, it's it's gonna be pretty hurtful there. And then that last is uh Veracruz, the tiburones. They have a minus-16 goal differential. It's just, man, I feel bad for the fans, you know. Veracruz, this team, has been dragged around a lot. uh, And it just kind of sucks that that under that management and there's talk that some of the players haven't been paid and, you know, their coach just quit. So...
0: I saw an old video of... uh... Of Cudi saying that he was going to. It was when they fired uh, one of their coaches. He said he was going to go on a vacation to Europe or someplace with the money that <laughs> that they saved from firing the coaches.
1: Man, <laughs> the guy's crazy. Too, yeah, so I mean, they're facing they're facing Monarcas. Ah oh, man, who knows? Who knows? Monarcas is obviously they're going to be favorites, but oh, well, let's see what happens with Veracruz. I know they brought someone. I forgot the dude's name. I don't know if it was Chima Ruiz. I forgot the name. It was like some former player. Uh, But I guess this game could go down because they go at 34. They will match a bunch. There's some teams from Argentina, I think, that hit the 34 mark, the 34-game winless mark. They already have the the mark. Uh, Veracruz already has the record, I should say, for Liga MX. And mm-hmm. Let's see how high it keeps going. So that's that's pretty much it, chickies. We went through all 19, 19 hey. clubs.
0: I found a since we're done. I found a a, a cheese me on Reddit. Oh. That we sort of talked a little bit about um, on America and uh, the Jeremy Menes situation. Yeah. This guy says uh, like there was there was thoughts of well he's not really intense during practices. Um, but he says it might be something different. He uh, he said, menez posted a goodbye on Instagram to his ex players and a farewell and good luck to all of them. But also in between those comments, uh, Piojo Herrera's nephew, who was talking, who was running his mouth about Jeremy, um, had a comment posted a comment as a reply, and it was liked by Piojo's daughter. And then he says that Alexi Barra's wife. Had cheated on him with Jeremy, Jeremy Menes, uh, and it is known that Alex oh. Ibarrá has a close relationship with uh, owner and Piojo, and that could have oh. that could have been the start of everything. So Piojo, oh, you know, Piojo and Alex are or Ibarrá are really close. His wife cheats on him with Jeremy.
1: You were, you were really visiting the lavanderas. That's that's great right there. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, that's like. <laughs> Uh, I was just browsing Reddit real quick, and I saw that, and I was like, whoa.
1: Sure, you got it, <laughs> I need to go there. I keep forgetting to go. They have some good – they got some good forums. They got a League IMX English one and a General Soccer one. They post good stuff.
0: Yeah, so there's your me. <laughs> it's
1: a good, good, good me to close the pod with.
0: All right, man. So I guess we'll enjoy this weekend of uh... – of soccer. Yeah. And then, uh maybe have a podcast on Sunday and then next week uh prepping up for I believe an Argentina friendly in San Antonio. Hopefully I'll be able to to head over there in a couple of weeks. And then I think uh down the line is the Mexico United States game.
1: Yes. We'll be touching on all that.
0: Alright man, thanks Joel for coming on.
1: Always, always cheeky, always a pleasure.
0: And thanks everyone for listening. Thanks to uh, Bob, who was on the chat for a while, and some other viewers that were that were listening. We will have this episode 213 of the Cantina MX podcast put on all our on all your podcast applications and uh, social media. And thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys later.